Hello, and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. So, Julie, we have lots of royal baby news and follow-ups to get into, but this is one of my favorite times of In the Limelight year when, or at least favorite and favorite, when you're in Cannes and I'm in New York, and I feel like we always end up doing two episodes or something like this, where it's like about to be your evening and you're going to go to some glamorous event and I'm just in New York, <laughs> uh, wishing we were in the same place. So has Cannes been so far? We're putting our vision board together for a European trip the two of us sometime in 2019. So that we're going to make it happen. Yeah. If any of you guys want to give us suggestions on what we should do or where we should go. Right. Um, I want to start a Kickstarter. Um, yeah, exactly. Can has been good so far. I was at the opening night premiere. It was a Jim Jarmusch zombie movie called The Dead Don't Die, starring Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton, Adam Driver, Chloe Sevigny, and Bill Murray. Did I say Bill Murray already? Selena Gomez. You can't, you can't say Bill Murray enough, so I think it's fine. So that was a big production, a big ordeal. It's always magical to see Tilda on the red carpet. I went to the after party. There were models. Like, you would not have liked it. I did not like it because you were greeted by... It was almost like you were walking through a haunted house with live models caked in zombie makeup. Oh, God. I know. So... Uh, so far the highlight has been, I interviewed Bill Murray, which was a, it was a treat. It was the the morning after the party. He had been partying hard, drank a lot of tequila. He was worse for the wear. What was he wearing for the interview? He was massively hungover. So he was kind of talking quietly and he was wearing this very rumpled orange shirt. Someone, a foreign reporter at the press conference asked Tilda Swinson a question about, like, is it unfair that the men can dress badly? I love that. What did she say? I mean, Tilda, Bill was, like, very hurt by it. But Tilda said she had, I don't know, she was, like, oblivious to that sort of thing. Wait, also Selena Gomez is a part of this movie, right? Selena Gomez, and it's kind of an unexpected part. She plays a cool teenager who, like, drives a really big old car. Not a lot of screen time, but I guess it's fun seeing her in different ensemble scenarios. I feel like it is an unexpected career choice for her. Yes, and on the red carpet, Bill and Selena were kind of walking together and he whispered something in her ear. They were being a little playful, jokey. I asked Bill about it. He said it was Selena's first can. He was just trying to put her at ease Oh my god, I, lo- I love that like mystery of what he whispered to her. I know, because it's like a lost in translation moment. Yeah, oh my gosh, which was also him. Yes, which I, I brought up with him, and he he said he didn't remember what he told her exactly, but he was trying to put her at ease, and he went on and on and on about how much he loves Selena Gomez, and she's like really got it going on. And even though she has the security detail... He loves that she has, like, a regular person energy. 
I'm trying to imagine the first time when Selena Gomez was introduced to Bill Murray. It's hard for me to even imagine he would have any idea who she was. I feel like they exist in completely different stratospheres. So the fact that he's taken her like under his wing and this liking to her is, I guess, sort of surprising to me. I know. I guess the director's daughter is a big Selena Gomez fan. So the director mm. told Bill that she like has a really empowering message to young women about loving their bodies no matter what their bodies look like. So Bill was kind of talking about that a little bit. And he said he had tried to make the premiere party a dance party, but it just wasn't happening. He said that he had wanted to go swim in the water, take a midnight swim, but it never happened. What a fun rock and roll and interview. I know. And then the publicist tried to wrap it up. And I think he was just so hungover that he didn't really want to like meet a different person And we were just having a really chill, laid-back conversation. So he kind of drew out, like, asking what I was doing the rest of the festival. We talked about Pittsburgh, where I'm from. He loves the Berg. He's been there multiple times. Wow. You guys got into it. We got into it. And then as he was leaving, he said, well, I want to leave you with something. And in these hotel rooms for junkets, usually someone arranges a whole spread of different beverages. So he, like, made a big show of, like, going over and asking me what I wanted. What did you pick? I feel like I would have been so nervous to come up with the right thing to tell Bill Murray. I know. I took a glass bottle of Pellegrino. And he was like... (laughs) Julie! (laughs) I know. I'm so fancy. When in France. So he he was like, well, you're going to need a bottle opener for that. And then, like, made a big show of, like, finding the bottle opener in the room and, like, pressed it into my hand. Like, it was some sort of souvenir. My goodness, where can your can go from here? This I want someone to Photoshop this Pellegrino, Julie, Bill Murray interaction. Like, I want to see it visually, because I'll never be able to. Okay, well, let's get to royal news. Yeah, wow. What I, I mean, I don't know where we can go from this story. All right, so transitioning out of can, not that I would ever want to after that story... Archie. So we talked about his arrival last week at length. There was a lot to discuss with his first, the first kind of photo call appearance they did. I love that he's already had a photo call experience at a week old. He also celebrated Mother's Day with Megan, which she did. She commemorated with a very Instagram influencer-y photo. I mean, what was your initial... I. Uh, that photo really shook me to my core. I feel like that was the most her... That was her just coming out in full force in a way that we have not seen the Tig, Megan. We've, like, joked about things here and there, like the avocado thing and, like, when she brought back the ripped jeans. But somehow, to me, that framed photo of his feet with, like, the forget-me-nots in the background, and then that sort of lengthy, poetic caption where she quoted one of her favorite poets. Like, that to me was just, like, unchecked Megan. Like, that was... I don't even know. I feel like she went into a fugue state. (laughs) That was just, like, her purest form, you know? I kind of loved it for that, but I also wonder... It felt very... 
Exactly. Like Instagram influencer, like anyone you might see who has, you know, 200,000 followers, one of those mommy blogger types, you know? My question is, did she have to get permission from anyone to post that? It's like she kind of went rogue. And I love every minute of it, but... I'm so curious what the kind of palace PR involvement, if any, was, if there was a response. I almost feel like she doesn't need them. I, I, I wonder if there's even a mechanism where they even check. And then big news related to her Instagram is that they are about to pass Kate and William's account. It happened fast. I know. I guess I guess I'm not surprised. I, I'm a little surprised it hasn't already happened. Wow, you are not giving <laughs> the Kensington Royal. Yeah, I mean I agree with you. I'm not like the way that they both I feel like we've seen even just already how differently they're operating the accounts, clearly with Megan's posts. But I wonder if in any way the palace is concerned that the, like, Harry Oh, Meghan... someone in that palace is concerned. They are not that acquainted, well acquainted with Instagram that they're not concerned. <laughs> I still am I'm clear if Kate and William know they have an Instagram. Exactly, exactly. Um, but, but Kate would never go rogue and, like, photograph, like, George's elbow <laughs> and then post it. I would love if she did. I mean, she's a photographer, as we know. Josh cocked one eyebrow as he said that. <laughs> I feel, though, if... If Kate wanted to do some sort of clickbaity post, she could. She you know, needs you in her circle to like I inform mean, her I that that's possible. To. Imagine if she just did even one mirror selfie on the way to an event or something. I mean, that would just so rupture the sort of foundation of the royal Instagram apparatus that I feel like that would end up getting more likes than any photo. You know, like just something that was so personal and different. Also, Megan would have to one-up her, so it and would do be her like... Own. I know. I kind of wonder. There's definitely... It's interesting, because I feel like Megan wants... I saw some Daily Mail column, of course. So only the best things I bring into this podcast start with. I saw it on the Daily Mail column. But there was something where they were saying it was almost like she was teasing Archie's appearance with that post... It was almost like the reveal, the big reveal coming because you're showing just the feet and everyone obviously wants to see what he's going to really look like and that would end up backfiring if she just does these kind of teases. There's probably somehow rules about what they can, or I don't know, because remember even during that photo call we talked about how they asked for a look at at Archie and Harry barely moved him. They must want to be really careful about how visible his face is. Right. I I interpreted that moment as Harry just not having a good sense, though, of, like, the angle. The angle that the photographers were going to look at. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so Harry's not doing any paternity leave. He went to this Invictus Games thing last week, and then he did some appearances on Monday where he said he can't imagine life without Archie. Um, I guess this woman said to the reporters after who he met, he said he's getting used to the baby and how Archie is fitted into family life. He said he just feels part of the family and he can't imagine life without his son, which is all very sweet. Though I guess Rebecca English, the Daily Mail reporter, said Harry also revealed Archie kept him up last night and he was apparently asking the mother of a 10-week-old daughter 
if babies are supposed to be grumpy for the first 10 weeks. So I guess he's still figuring this all out. Oh, I love that he asked that, though. That's so sweet. We should send him up on a call with your sister. Um, he needs, I know. Uh, he, it sounds like he needs some experience. Or I guess he has his brother, but maybe he feels like it's um, too awkward to ask him for baby advice. I love that he's crowdsourcing parenting tips. And he was wearing a jumper that said daddy on it, which I want I want for you and me. <laughs> you can get you as your say mommy. Okay, so then and Megan and Kate went to visit Archie on Wednesday. Um, Wait, William and Kate, right? Oh yeah, sorry. William <laughs> and Kate. Woo! Went to, to visit Archie. I guess that's normal, right? That it took about a week. Oh, Julie just did an amazing sort of side eye head turned. If you're in the same vicinity. Right. Like if you were in the same, if you, when you, if you were near where your sister was giving birth, you would be there that day. I flew in. I flew across the country and went into the hospital when she was being induced and I waited it out. Yeah. (laughs) Not exactly the same. Level of dedication. Um, But I feel like... They definitely, I guess, well, let's see. Do we have any details? I just need a transcript of everything that happened and was said when they went to visit. Uh, They visited the couple and they spent, Katie Nichol reported that they spent an hour with their newborn nephew. They were itching to meet him, says a source, and they planned to take their three children to meet Archie when he was a little older. And they are said to be mindful of not intruding on the Sussexes' private time. I love that as, like, a excuse reason. <laughs> um, I need a minute-by-minute recap of this visit. I know. Do you think... I'm sure it was just all fawning over the baby and pleasantries, right? I know. I also want to know if anyone took any photos. Oh, right. Like, will those be posted? Probably not. And then the name Archie... People are still... There's still all these theories... Julie. This is my favorite point. It might be of in the limelight history, this, this news item. that The Daily Mail ran a headline, revealed Megan and Harry named their son Archie after her beloved pet cat. Cat is the only word in this headline that's capitalized for some reason. <laughs> Who ended up fat after she fed him frozen grapes, friends say. I'm going to read that one more time. I feel like it demands it. Revealed... Megan and Harry named their son Archie after her beloved pet cat who ended up fat after she fed him frozen grapes, friends say. Where do you even begin with this? Right. Why are they feeding a cat frozen grapes? (laughs) Just the grapes detail is really what pushes it over the edge into the realm of completely demonic and absurd. Uh, the Daily Mail claims friends of Markle have said that she and her mother, Doria Ragland, shared a cat named Archie in Markle's youth. The cat himself was named after the Archie comic the Duchess had once collected as a child. Doria rescued Archie. He became an important part of the household. Megan loved playing with him, and she was always talking about him to her friends. And then there's photos of Megan and the cat, too, but they're really blurry. What color is the cat? The cat is... Sorry, really jumping in with... <laughs> it's so hard to tell, Julie. I'm sending you... This This is a. This is the craziest Zap Rooter 
where where this photo was even retrieved from. You can't even really tell it's Megan. Sorry, this um, probably did not warrant a sidebar. No, I... You've never photo. heard that urgency in my voice before. I can't... This photo looks like it was snapped from some sort of a circuit TV video feed. <laughs> it's a gray cat with white little boots. But not actual boots, just its feet are white. <laughs> Do you know? I'd love it if Megan put her cat in actual boots. Okay. Oh, sorry. The Daily Mail said Megan, Megan was believed to have told friends the cat ended up becoming fat after he was fed constant grapes. In, in this cat's defense, he looks pretty slim in this photo. <laughs> Megan's kind of bending over with what looks to be dry cleaning in one hand, and she's petting Archie. I love this theory that Archie is named after her grape-fed, gray, white-booted cat. Um, I know. I'm I'm kind of feeling for the late Archie the cat now. He doesn't have a publicist to defend himself against these slanderous Daily Mail claims. You know what I'm going to do? I want to do some sort of cartoon show that's a guide to all of the Megan pets. Remember the guy and Bogart of it all? And we still don't really know what happened to one of them. It's still a mystery. And now there's this Archie cat scenario. Also, we know that there's a dog that they have found, but that we don't know the name still right don't we not know the name of their new dog right i think the title of your comic would be like megan's animal menagerie or something well <laughs> netflix is gonna option that and we're gonna be off to the races I, I i think it should be animated right i think so too that'd be cute anyway that story is truly insane and i love it also, a kid in New Zealand is claiming ownership of the Archie inspiration for the name Archie Somerville Ryan. Uh, he told Channel 5 News in the UK that Harry had admitted to fancying his name back in October during the couple's trip to this home country. Keep in mind, this kid is like five. Harry asked me and my sisters, what's your name? And then we answered back, Scarlett, Beth, and Archie. And then Harry said, Archie, I like that name. So for, even there, you know, you're wondering, hmm. And then at that point, per Archie Somerville Ryan, Harry called over Megan to greet the children. He introduced our names to Megan and they kind of nodded sort of when they said our names. So it sounds like maybe they'd already discussed the name Archie and then Harry brought Megan over. That's bizarre, but I want to know how Channel 5 News pinpointed this five-year-old Archie who's claiming that he's responsible. I love that there's all these different... There's also an old military friend, I think, of Harry. This is a wild ride of a roller coaster. <laughs> wild roller coaster. I an mean, old military friend. <laughs> it's just crazy, Tina. There's this many... Oh, maybe he looks older than five, this Archie Somerville guy. I don't know. He's a kid, though. Okay, so we don't really know where the name came from still. We probably never will. Julie, I am now going to break into... We got some really amazing questions from our fans. I think we will find out. I think someone, maybe Harry and Megan, will do an interview and it will be asked. It might take years because I feel like journalists right. are only allotted like three questions with interviews with them but i think one day hopefully also we get so many of these little snippet interviews too with 
the well-wishers at these events who then talk to the reporters after about what they ask. Right. Okay. All right. Here's from a list. These are all from different listeners who DM'd us on Instagram. All right. This is a good one. Hi, I've just listened to this week's episode and just wanted to point out a detail that maybe you've already noticed. The number of followers of the Sussex Instagram account increased by more than 2 million after Archie was born. Also, he is sharing his birthday with George Clooney. Julia, 2 million follower boosts that Archie provided. Imagine being a year old and you've generated 2 million followers. I know. Megan needs to start up Archie's account. Yeah, I know. I actually feel like she's going to already I feel like she's already saved that, don't you? I I feel like that too. Do you think she'll ever fire up an Archie hashtag? Um it would be like Master Archie or it would say Archie Harrison. I feel like she would do Archie Harrison. Right. Yeah, I could see it. It doesn't I can't believe I'm saying this, but I could see there being a hashtag down the road. I know, at this speed, at this quick clip, the fact that she whipped out that photo of the baby's feet less than a week after. The baby feet coming out when they did. All right, here's one that I feel like we'll be able to answer quickly, which is why do you think they're being so private about the birth location certificate? Follow-up, why have they changed their mind on birth info they will or won't release? So they haven't... No one's seen the birth certificate yet. But... I feel like that just feels very in line to me of their whole um, desire for privacy. Like, you knew they weren't going to put that out there, I feel. Right. Um, Would love to hear any insight about Royal Nanny's night nurses. They seem hands-on, Megan and Harry, but I'm curious how much they really have involvement in child-rearing. So we actually do know something about this from Katie Nichols reporting. She said there is no nanny. Julie, I was very surprised to hear that. They are doing it for themselves. Julie is skeptical. They're doing it themselves for the time being. As Royal Source says, confirming that Harry has been busy changing diapers at Frogmore College. College, Frogmore College. Frogmore Cottage. I wish it was a college that I could go to. Okay, he's doing it all, Harry. He's completely head over heels in love. The couple do, however, have the help of Meghan's mother, Doria Ragland. I mean, they're definitely going to get a nanny at some point. I'm surprised they don't have one. I Right, and I guess it's more of a reflection on me that if I had the resources, I would staff up. I would have so many nannies working round the clock. Oh, yeah, 100%. But I'm curious, though. I feel like they're going to have to get some sort of help, even if just part-time, given the responsibilities they have. But I'm curious whether there will be as much domestic staff turnover as there was palace-wise. I also feel as if it's a hard position to fill. I mean, obviously. I remember when Kate and William got that quote-unquote super nanny. She was from that Academy of Nannies. Do you remember this? The Mary Poppins one? Like, I feel like you can't just get any, you know, LinkedIn, Craigslist referral for this. I would be so nervous. I could see Megan not getting a nanny for that reason, that she wants to be the one, because it's like, who would you trust, you know? I would love, I feel like you and I would be nervous around any old baby. Let alone Master Archie. Yeah, I agree. But I would love just to see that imagined scenario of you babysitting Archie for a couple hours. Another TV show I want to pitch to Netflix, (laughs) Um, a reality style 
Okay, this one I don't think we necessarily need to answer, but I just want to read it because it's funny. What scandal do you guys think Archie will be involved in when he's in his early 20s? Oh my goodness. Wow. We're already going to the What scandal. a good critical thinking question. I know. I have no... I feel like it... I feel this isn't really answering in that question, but I wonder if when he's in his 20s, he'll certainly... It'll be a whole different situation with social media then probably, obviously... I wonder if somehow he'll be running his own account. I could see that being, you know, a royal teen with an Instagram account could be interesting. Yes, because uh, there are a few of, well, like uh, Eugenie. Is it Eugenie or Beatrice that has one? Eugenie. Yes, I feel like that's a really good prediction. Also very curious to see just as time goes on what their dynamic is with George and what Archie's dynamic is with George and Charlotte and Louis. I know. I'm curious to see how they'll be uh, situated on those balconies at the royal holiday events. So that ties in well to our next question, which is, do you think we'll get another press opportunity before Father's Day? That seems like the next logical time we would see him. And then do you think the baby has curly or wavy hair? Ooh. I I think wavy. Josh, what do you think the next occasion will be? I know. I kind of feel... so, that, And then we'll, I'll lump this in with the next set of DMs we got. Do you think Megan will bring out Archie to one of her future engagements and play up the working mom angle? When do you expect we'll see him again? Maybe Megan's birthday. I like that idea. With a caption that says something like, my first birthday as a mom. Oh, I like that a lot. I, I'm hoping for that scenario. I don't see her bringing a baby to a photo, like a an opportunity yeah, appearance. I, I, just, don't, I don't either. I sort of feel like they're going to be... I don't know why. I just have the sense they're going to be pretty sparing about how much we see him. Right? Right, but we might get Instagram glimpses. Yeah. These questions are amazing. That's only like half of them. The rest were all equally great. I could also see, do you think Harry like carries a cell phone? I could see him going to one of those meet and greets and like... And showing a photo. Right. Uh, Yeah, I could see that. I, I don't necessarily think it would be like a working mom thing where she brings Archie to an appearance. But I could see her bringing him to something that's sort of, like, unexpected. Yeah. You know, like, you know when she did her charity cookbook and remember how Doria showed up? I could see something like that, where if she had a big launch for something. Right, and it was, had, like, a small, controlled climate. Yeah, something that's very controlled, that maybe there wouldn't even be a photographer, but we would see the photos later. I don't know. I just, I could see that. Like, it'll be sort of unexpected, and we'll just suddenly find out one day that there are all these Archie photos from some event. Because they can live a more normal... Like, if they want to take him out, they can. Yeah. I'm so curious. I know, but I'm curious to know what our listeners think on all of those questions. I know. So much to parse through there. Have anyone in Cannes... Have you heard anything about the royal baby in Cannes? Does anyone care about Archie there? I haven't heard a single mention, but maybe I'll bring it up tonight and see how everyone reacts. Tonight, Julia's going to the premiere... Can I say this? Yes, Of Rocketman, the famed Elton John biopic with Richard Madden, 
and Taryn Edgerton, both Brits, who probably do have opinions on Archie. And Elton is allegedly supposed to be there, so maybe I'll elbow my way past the security detail and ask him. You get it. Bring your, bring your Bill Murray, Sam Pellegrino. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't wait to hear about the rest of your can experience. And listeners, let us know about um, your thoughts on these questions. All right, that does it for this week's episode of In the Limelight. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember to rate, review, check us out on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. It helps us find new listeners, all of that. And now you can reach out to us and leave us a voicemail at 347-790-0966. Also feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight or individually. I'm at Julie W. Miller. And I'm at Jay Duboff. I'll be also on Instagram at In the Limelight Pod. This episode was edited and produced by Brett Fuchs. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. And until then, no no bad bad energy. energy.